Hi, this is Ralph Shapers of Primal Fear. This is Stacy Savage of Savage Master. Hey, this is David Rivera from Ex Mortis. Hi, this is Ida from Trisphere. This is Mike from Devil Driver, and you're listening to The Great Metal Debate. Metalheads, welcome back to the show for another metal artist interview. I'm joined with Kyle from Midwest US Death Metalers Obscene. Kyle, thanks so much for coming on the Great Metal Debate. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you. So, there's a ton of things I want to get to. Let's start with the show tonight at Black Circle here in Indianapolis. How cool is it to be on a hometown bill with bands from across the U.S.? Oh, it's great. You know, we, we have a lot of friends uh, like, like Mulder and Wraith and uh, Jesus Web, so it's cool to... Uh, I guess share the stage with uh, longtime friends in Hellman Town. Those guys have some different styles. You guys have played a lot of shows with bands from different styles. And do you like the experience of playing on stage where the first band was maybe grindcore or melodic death metal, different styles? Does, do you think that adds to the fan experience, or kind of what? What's your thoughts about it as an artist who's going to the show? Uh, I kind of have mixed feelings about the, uh, stuff like that. I mean, like, I, ideally, I just have bands, like, if you're a death metal band, I, I just want to play a death, uh, like, a death metal show, per se. But, like, yeah, if it's, like, a melodic death metal band or a grindcore band, like, that's, that's, I mean, like, that's all the, the same umbrella. It just, uh, the only thing I don't really care for, per se, is, like, if it's, like, we play a show, we, we haven't really had to do this, thankfully, but, like, I'm, I'm, I'm mostly talking as, as, like, a show attendee. If I go to, like, a show, I want to see, like, a certain band, and it's like, okay, we got a post-punk band, we got a death metal band, we've got a pop-punk band, we got, like, a black metal band. It just, to me, that doesn't make sense. But, like, thankfully, we, all our shows that we play with, we, we play with thrash bands, we play black metal bands, we play grind bands, we play doom bands, and it's all good. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess, yeah, to, to go back, ideally, all death metal is, is cool, but if we're, if we're playing, like, all within, the, like, the same umbrella of, like, real heavy metal, that's all good. Yeah, I can see it may be a bridge too far for some of those fans. If they're like one step away from your style, you might be able to bring them over five steps away. How, how do you bridge that gap? I mean, I don't think you really do bridge that gap, per se, if it's like five steps over. But like, you know, if, if you're, let's say you, you, you really like, you're really into black metal, but you come see us, I think, you, I think we have a few things that you would like, or, or thrash, or grind, or whatever. But like, but yeah, if it's something like, Hey, we're a melodic synthwave metalcore band. Like, you're, you're not really gonna have a good time with our with our show. But I feel like if like if you're super into a band like I don't know, like like me, you know, like 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 Wraith. Like, I don't. I think you would find things to like about our band. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. So, uh, if you don't mind, for folks who aren't familiar, give us a brief sketch of how the band Obscene came to be. Uh, yeah, it came out about 2016. Uh, my uh, Brandon, our drummer, and I had, had been talking about like wanting to do like because my previous band was like a, it was like a this band called Bodiker. It was like a crusty death grind band. It kind of just withered away because our, our lead songwriter moved moved away, and just nothing ever came up after that. And like how, how so many bands right, right, go, yeah, yeah. Go, go the way of the dodo. Somebody moves away, gets a job. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's kind of what happened with us, with Bodica at least. And then like, Brandon had been doing vocals for some of the Destroyer. 
I, I think they're still, I'm not entirely sure, but, like, he was wanting to do, like, a more traditional style death metal instead of, like, because someone was, like, a very technical style band, you just want to do something, like, very riff-heavy, like, like Dismember, Rage of Sanity, Asphyx, Obituary, and so, and I and I put, like, an SOS online, like, hey, you know, like, nothing's going on with Boddicker, I, I still love metal, I still love music, so I still want, I still want to do something, uh, this is, what I, this is what I'm into. Holler if you want to do anything. And Brandon did. And then I guess, like, you know, a lot, lot of trial and error was for, for, like, the first year or so. But we've been on a steady pass since, I'd say, about 2017. And have you been a four-piece since that time? It's the same core group? Um, no, not really. We started off as a five-piece. Um, uh, yeah, so when we recorded our demo sermon in the stake, it was, it, like, the only remaining lineup from that demo to now is just Brandon and I. So what happened was like we had two guitarists at one point. Um, the, the initial, our, our original guitarist Ryan Green, he had had to quit because he has some family and work issues. He, he just couldn't he, he just couldn't make it happen for one. Same moment. old, same old. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, and, and hey, it's cool, no, no problem. And like same thing with our other guitarist Josh. Like he got a really good job, and like he just wasn't able to commit to anything. It was just like. And, and we had already picked up Mike at the time. We picked up Roy at the time, and we were just like, we we're so wanting to go. And I was just like, oh man, I can't, I can't. And it's just like, well, we can. So, <laughs> so we did. So we just kind of condensed it to a four piece, and like, and we all, all four of us work really well together. We have a good relationship, and um, yeah, rest of the history. And you guys released your first full-length album in 2020, right in the throes of the pandemic. Obviously, there weren't any opportunities to tour then. What, what was your old thought at that point, not knowing what the future held? Like, did you see that as an opportunity at the time? Were you like, fuck it, you know, what, what were your thoughts then? Uh, it was really tough because there was so much misinformation that was going on around that time. Like, we, we had thought maybe, oh, like, when I first heard about it, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is going to be going on for, like, a few weeks and, and I'll be cool and then like you know like a year later so it's cool I mean it's just so barely cool now but like it, it's to the point where like we can have shows and it's, and it's not weird or or anything like that but uh, yeah yeah uh, so we, we, we just kind of bide our time we, we were trying to book a, a, an east coast tour it's like I said I thought we, were, we thought okay months month will go by and this will all pass over and then it didn't so we just uh, said farting around waiting for shows we just kind of like alright well I guess we'll just keep writing music and uh, that's what we did and so that brings us to your most recent album from Dead Horizon to Dead Horizon released earlier this year via Blood Harvest Records kind of hinted at this but how long had those songs been in development and what was the writing process like for those uh, yeah, so yeah, it was kind of uh, you know buying buying our time during like didn't have all post sessions that we, that we had done and like just sort of like hey, what's going on, what's going to go on, and then like like one song in Sensei Cruelty yeah, was was almost considered for the Inhabitable Dark, but we were just like ah, I don't know, but we put on the new record because we, we still like the song and and like uh, so yeah, we, I guess I guess I could say pretty much after Inhabitable Dark we we sat on that for a little bit and we just. Uh, yeah, uh, restrictions were kind of tough at, at first, but then we got we were still able to get together about once every once at least once a month to try to work on stuff. But then when once vaccines and shit came around, we we started to get together more frequently. And uh, so yeah, I, I guess like yeah, instead of playing shows, we just hung out, rehearsed, played played some shows that uh, I'm sorry, not a lot of plays or shows, but played like you know played our set that we would, and then started working on new stuff. And uh, eight songs later, here we are. Nice. <laughs> Well, I'll give you my opinion about it. I think it's a really strong release. I like the album. To me, it's something that fans of like classic death metal would like, but it's not retro, which 
something I don't like yeah. <laughs> too, too much of the retro with apologies to like gruesome and those guys sure, sure. Um, with a little distance a few months gone by kind of what are your thoughts you know having birthed it to the world and are also are you pleased with the reaction from fans and critics uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've I've seen more positive than negative about it, and like you're not gonna please everybody. That's just that's just how this shit works. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like we feel like oh, you know, I was talking with someone earlier. I'm just like, well, hey, you know, if you like the first record, you'll you should like the next one, or vice versa. Cause I've seen, I don't, you know, I've seen all kinds of reactions because it's just that's just the internet, how the how the internet works. But like you know, yeah, by and large, I say I'm happy with everything because I mean like. Uh, I've, to me, it's just like a more refined version of the Inhabitable Dark. It's like we're not a, we're not the kind of band that's gonna like step too out of pocket or experiment too much with shit. We're just we're just gonna try to grow organic as organically as we can, and but but still what still having our uh, I guess I don't I don't know if limitations is the right word, but like our barriers of like this is traditional death metal and like. What's your comfort zone? It's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Our comfort zone. Like, like we can we can step out from time to time, and I, f- I feel like we did on the new record, but we don't want to get like too out of it, where we're putting out something that isn't obscene. Yeah, awesome. I couldn't. Uh, that's that's a great quote. Following the release of From Dead Horizon to Dead Horizon, you guys went on a nice run of shows through Middle America with Morta Skull. Um, how'd you get teamed up with those guys? Uh, we just kind of got an email uh, like in February, and uh, it's, it's kind of funny because we were like waiting on like what the release date would be for From Night Horizon Dead Horizon, and we got an email from a booking agent, Cody, saying, "Hey, we're I'm booking a show for Motors Gold, uh, or not a show, but a tour for Motors Gold. Where are you guys available?" And just after a few texts, we were all probably like, "Yeah, that's that'll be fucking sick. Let's do it." And like, was, it was, he basically said, "Yeah, you can tour for Motors Gold down to Texas and back," and we're like, "Yeah." We haven't played Texas. Let's do it. And so, and then, like, once we confirmed that, I immediately emailed our, our uh, label guy, Rodrigo and Blood Harvest. I'm like, hey, we got the sword Borders Gold. Uh, might be a good idea to put out the record around there. And he's like, yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it worked backwards, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, so it did. Huh. Cause, cause it, was, it was funny because, like, we had already recorded the record. We were, we were ready to play, like, a hometown show. And it was our first hometown show in, like, two and a half, three years. And I, we were, like, gearing up for that, and I got him, like, a day or two before, and I was like, well, hey, boys, what you want to do? And then we, we were all pretty much unanimous. We were like, yeah, this this will be fucking sick. Ten days. Texas and back. Let's do it. So it was just just kind of the luck of the draw. We didn't really have to do anything. We just, we, we just got lucky with an email, and we said, hell yeah, let's do it. And on that run, did you find a lot of folks who were familiar with your music? Was it mostly new fans? Uh, kind of what was that experience like? What was the feedback that you got? Uh, a little bit of both. I mean, like, some people had no idea who the hell you were. And, and they're, you know, they're like, especially when you go down to Texas, like, where Morris Cole had never played before. They're like a legendary cult band. They, and, you know, there are definitely like a, a significant amount of people who are just there to see Morris Cole, and that's totally fine. But, but yeah, we, 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 had, we already had a following, and it was cool to like, Go down to Dallas, where like there's definitely like a few dozen people who, who knew the hell who who knew who we were when we were set to yeah. see us, and and like and, and other areas of the U.S. as well. But yeah, but, but it was kind of it's kind of mixed. Like, like some people knew who we were, some people didn't know, had no idea. And uh, yeah, I, I think we uh, you know we were able to satisfy the, our, our our fans we already had, and made and made some new ones along the way. So as far as I'm concerned, it was a total success. That's awesome. Well. You've got a new fan tonight because this was my first time to see you all. Uh, man, I really enjoyed your set. I thought you guys brought a lot of energy. And also, you know, 
it wasn't like you were joking around and you know slapping each other on the back, but I could sense you all were having fun on stage. And I don't know, from a fan perspective, that's something that's important to me. Talk a little bit about that, just about your all's camaraderie and the element of enjoying it, whether there's five people or 50 people or 150 people. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, like this, this may sound kind of stock or generic, but like we, we do this because we love it. And I and this is more of a passion project than like any sort of career path or whatever. But like you know, and it's, and like we we played Black Circle Network where we're comfortable with uh, a lot of hometown fans here, and like we're comfortable with each other, and like and yeah, like going back to like a having fun thing, like it, it's cool to be like grim and necromantical, and I get it, I totally do, and I, and I feel that way to to various degrees. But at the same time, like I I feel more of a connection to bands like. Deceased or Exhumed or, or, or Motor who just played or like uh, Nunslaughter uh, or it's just like we know this is fun mm-hmm. let's just have a good time enjoy one another and uh, yeah just rock the fuck out the worst thing for me as a fan is watching a band and there's no connection like between them and and the crowd. Even if they're giving a great performance, if it's two dimensional, I you know I just and it seemed like tonight the crowd was responding to you guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's important because I know like and I go to a lot of shows where you know I mean like you don't have to paint her too much. Just I mean really like, again as generic and as may sound, just just be your fucking self. And and people will eventually like will, will if they're into it they'll they'll respond if they're not they'll just they'll leave the hall and that's and that's fine too that's okay well and they'll also I think respect you if you're yourself yeah. you know yeah 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 absolutely absolutely because I mean like you're not gonna fool anybody yep. so 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 you just gotta do what you gotta do so we be, before we begin to wrap up a few quick hitters you don't have to spend a lot of time answering these what's the best metal concert you've ever attended oh dude. Uh, let me give you. Uh, I feel kind of lame saying this, but like, I'll give you a, a non-metal show. I went to. I went to go see Liebach on just on a whim with my wife. Who I have no idea who that it's is. Been, it's been called Liebach. They're like a Slovenian uh, industrial group. We just kind of went on a whim. Where it got, they, if you're a metal fan, like if you're familiar with Morbid Angel, Liebach had done some Morbid Angel remixes. Oh, okay. So like, yeah. So Liebach is just like the Slovenian, like kind of like. It's like a satirical fascist group. They're not. They're not actually fascist, but they, but it's very satirical about it. But like, we just we, they, my wife and I just went out on a whim, and like, it was one of these we we didn't really know what to expect. But like, they just like the atmosphere, like the performance, like the interaction, it, it, it blew our goddamn minds. And like, and like, I can't really properly describe it unless you know who Leibach are. If you see Leibach, if you have, you know what I'm talking about. Well, you piqued my interest. I don't have to yeah. check those guys out. Uh, what location or festival is uh, your bucket list show that you've not been to? Whew. That's a good question. Uh, I mean, I'd love to play Maryland Death Fest at some point. I've, I've been to Maryland Death Fest from the years 2009 to 2016. I, 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 was gonna, I was actually going to go this year, but then we got offered the Mortis Call tour, and I'm just like, well, hey. I'd rather tour than go to a... Like, like me getting fucked up in the parking lot watching Hellhammer sick, but me touring with Obscene and playing with Mortis Gold and places we never played before is even sicker, so I, I had to make a dis- had to make a business decision there. Uh, but yeah, if we ever got invited to uh, Maryland Death Fest, that'd be sick. As far as like going, uh, Pistols going or attending, just as a fan, I mean, I, I'd like to go to Europe sometime just to... Not necessarily Vakken per se, but just like a just a cool metal. Like, like Killtown Death Fest is, is always awesome, so I like to go check that out at some point. Yeah, yeah, Europe would be my answer to that question. If you lived in prehistoric times, would you be a hunter or a gatherer? Yeah, probably a gatherer. 
I, 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 I'm always like searching for things. I'm, I'm, I don't like killing things. I don't like. It. I'm I mean like. I'm, I'm, always, I'm just a big animal guy. I mean, though I eat meat, but like, yeah, like I, I got two cats. Uh, I love dogs. I love. Uh, if you got if you got a furry buddy, I'm gonna pet it. So <laughs> nice. Uh, if you could choose any superpower to have, what would it be? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, Wolverines. Wolverines are my favorite superpower. Oh, the claws and can get shot and the healing powers. Yeah, I'll just I'll just say Wolverine. Comes in handy. I like that answer. And finally, what happens when we die? Nothing. We uh, hopefully people remember us for the the good that we've done, but that that's all, so that's all we can do. Basically, that, that's live your life to your fullest the way you see it. Nice answer. I like it. Uh, so after the performance tonight at Heavy Hell Three, uh, give us a you know general overview. I know you might not know specifics, but uh, the band's plans going forward. And when can bands expect to hear new music for the band? I know you guys just released a new album, but you know, or anything anything in the works. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we're always writing. Um, I have no idea when a new record's coming out, but we've got like, I know our guitarist Mike has like 30 or 40 riffs he's got either finished or in flux. Uh, Brandon, Brandon, our drummer, has written a lot of riffs as well. So, like, we, we, we have, we got the riffs. It's just trying to make them the songs. Um, we're doing a few days with uh, Demiricus at the end of September, just like a three-day tour. It was, like, Milwaukee, Chicago, and Fort Wayne. Cool. And then uh, we're, we're going to take a break from playing shows for a few months, and uh, we're, we're, we're going to do a little spring run with our, our friends in Mulder and around the East Coast for April. Excellent. And, uh... Trying to get over to the West Coast in the summertime, and then after that, we're just going to, like, unless it's Europe or, like, an insane tour we can't turn down, we're probably just going to stop playing shows after summer of next year and uh, really dig our heads in the sand and, and start working on a new record and in uh, and, and earnest. I guess we kind of are now, but, like, real, but really commit to it and just, uh, yeah, we'll see we'll see where it goes. Cause I, 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 I don't really have anything else to say beyond that. <laughs> but you never know when that booking agent might give you a call out of the blue like happened before. Well, sure, sure. But if we got, if it's like, hey, uh, we got Immolation Nasfish going on tour, <laughs> you guys, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> but, but yeah, but after I say July of next year, we'll probably that'll, that'll probably be like the cutoff point for playing shows, and then we'll just really dig dig deep and work on writing, and recording, and uh, go from there. Knocking it out. Awesome. Well, finally, what is the best way for fans to purchase music and merchandise from Obscene, including the latest album from Dead Horizon to Dead Horizon? Uh, that would be at our Bandcamp. Uh, it's, it's just obscenedeathmetal.bandcamp.com. We've got CDs. Uh, we're sold out of tapes. Our, our label Blood Harvest, based in Sweden, has some tapes, and they're doing pre-orders on vinyl right now, so you can go to Blood Harvest uh, Bandcamp as well. But we have shirts and CDs, that, and uh, the money goes directly towards us on our Bandcamp. ObsceneDeathMetal.BandCamp.com Well, Kyle, thanks so much for taking the time. Enjoy your old music, but definitely have become a fan after seeing you guys play because, again, you guys put on one hell of a show tonight. And I'm looking forward to seeing you guys again in the future. Thanks so much. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Glad you enjoyed the set.